How do I introduce the members of my team? There's only one. This gun in my hand. Indomitable hero by virtue of the fact... Hey, I'm talking here. You want me to set the scene or not? Unimaginable hero by virtue of the fact that he carries a gun. Falk Ziljan approaches the ruins of a farmhouse outside of Parabellum City. A chimney and a few charred walls are all that remain of a battle that took place months ago. But the sounds of battle that come to him this afternoon are not memories. A fresh conflict is taking place, and Falk has come to find out who they are and why they fight. Excuse me, soldier? Falk Ziljan? Are the Italians finally attacking? Wait, I recognize you. Don't tell me. I remember. Your code name is Zealot. No, Wacko? Nutjob? I'm Crank, leader of G.I. Jake. Right, right. Real American paramilitary organization. Real American? Are you saying there are other military organizations that include supernatural or extra-dimensional Americans? No, let me put it this way. There's Americans, and then there's real Americans, if you know what I mean. So who are you guys shooting at today? No, now, Falk, it's not like that this time. They attacked us. Italians? No, we've been attacked by the Castro. The leader of Cobra? I wish it was just him. These folks appear to be the Castro District. You know, the neighborhood in San Francisco? How did you get a neighborhood to attack you? A few months ago, we had a skirmish with some terrorists in the Castro District, and I guess residents felt we wounded or killed an excessive number of civilian bystanders. They've come to get justice or revenge. It must be a fairly well-to-do neighborhood given the weapons at their disposal. That was too close. I'm getting No need to fear, Falk. It shouldn't take more than one battalion of G.I. Jakes to mop up this situation. We're testing a new battle group. They're known as Forward Operating Group Mother Goose. Okay, well... This big fella's codename is The Cow That Jumped Over the Moon. To his left is The Cat and the Fiddle. I don't get it. He's just a guy with a Tommy gun. He calls his gun The Fiddle. He carries it in a violin case like a gangster. Roaring over our heads towards the enemy is Baba Black Sheep. You don't have to. This is Humpty Dumpty. Three blind mice. Hello. 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 This little piggy. Mary Mary Quite Contrary. Crank, let me stop you there. Every time I run into you, you just recite a list of your newest agents with funny code names. You think they're funny? The work we do and the names we choose are deadly serious. Like this little piggy? Most of them are deadly serious. This long list of introductions really stops the action dead in its tracks. Oh, you want action? That's it. Mary, hold my weapons. What are you doing? The gloves are coming off. First you insult our code names, then you tell me I'm boring. My arms are full. There's only three more. You can't... Piggy, can you hold these three? The action slows down whenever G.I. Jake comes around, huh? Put them up! Crank, we can talk this out. We don't have to... Oof. All right, I guess we do have to. Take that! This is ridiculous! We're not- Ow, 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 ow! Uncle, uncle, I give! Really? That was kind of quick. Yeah, now you got your action out of the way. Happy? Who else did I need to introduce yet? Here's our company chaplain, Hot Cross Buns. He was transferred to us from a diocese in Boston. And over there, between the clouds of smoke, you can see- This gun in my hand will return after this important message.
Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Jen, and we're the hosts of Bandcamp, a comedy podcast where we read banned books and try to figure out why they were banned in the first place. This season, we're reading The Outsiders, one chapter at a time, out loud, so you don't have to. If you enjoy funny, smart talk, or kind of smart talk anyway, about banned books and the stupid reason some people want to ban them, as well as listening to us read a classic book, search for Bandcamp on your favorite podcast player, and that's banned with two N's. Did I already mention Humpty Dumpty? Okay, up that hill you can see the twins, Jack and Jill. Form of an ice ramp. We have a crew of little people. Little Bo Peep, Little Jack Horner, Little Boy Blue, the company bugler, Little Miss Muffet, the spider wrangler. That's close enough, ma'am. I wish you could have met Ring Around the Rosie. Great gal, but we had to pull her off the roster after Congress said no biological weapons. These three bruisers are the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. Are you kidding? The butcher and the baker are murderers. How can you have them on your team? They're wanted men. We got the idea from the French Foreign Legion. Anyone who serves in G.I. Jake has their criminal record wiped clean. Anyway, we need killers to do the dirty work. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Yeah, save it. I've heard it before. And here I'd like you to meet- I've read about you. A big guy in a fuzzy purple costume who likes milkshakes. They call you Grimace. I'm sorry to correct you, sir. I am known as the Grim Ace. I shot down seven enemy planes over Spain. Oh, okay. If you're flying and you see me on your tail, it's a grim moment for you. Ah. I don't know why they've ascribed to me this reputation for milkshakes. It's milk tea for me. Your codename doesn't seem to fit in with the Mother Goose theme. There was a bit of a controversy when I joined. I had previously belonged to a flying squadron. Besides myself, our squadron included Birdie, a yank named M.C. Cheese, actually the mayor of his little town in Nebraska. Uh, Mackenzie, the policeman, we called him Big Mac. There was a convicted burglar who was caught in the act while fixing himself a hamburger. And the whole lot of us commanded by a jolly fellow named MacDonald. How I'll miss that bloke. Yes, I am the last surviving member of McDonald's Raiders. That's rough. Our squadron's slogan was, Nobody can do it like McDonald's can. When I was the last man flying, they made room for me among the mothers, and I am eternally grateful. Good heavens, what is the enemy doing now? They're crawling over top of each other. It looks like an ant colony trying to protect their queen. They're rising into a human hill. No, they're carrying ropes and harnesses like you'd see on a team of horses. They're climbing into the harnesses and standing on each other's shoulders. They're forming some kind of column or obelisk. It seems to be splitting at the bottom, like a body on top of two giant legs formed of humans. I see people forming into arms emerging from the body. It's a 50-foot-tall biped. They're forming the Barker configuration. How can we fight this thing? Miss Susie, get headquarters on the line. Hello, operator. Please give me number nine. And if you disconnect me, I'll kick you in behind the refrigerator. Headquarters on the line for you, sir. I need to talk to Bobo Skinnywattentotten. Hello, Bobo? Give me an artillery strike on the ridge just ahead of that 50-foot monster. Oh, come on. What does Skinnywattentotten have to do with artillery? Just listen in 20 seconds and you'll hear the boom, 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 boom. Plus, we have a new weapon dropped from the air. It splatters over the enemy and sticks to their skin as it burns. You can't mean... I do. Peas porridge hot. Hey, hey, I got one. For one of your radio operators, you should have had Little Boy Blue. I don't get it. Then you could say, Little Boy Blue, get me headquarters on the horn. Ugh. 
It's no good. I need to call in air support. Calling all airborne G.I. Jakes. Baba Black Sheep. The cow that jumped over the moon. Grimace. I mean, Grim Ace. Open fire on that monster. Drat! I'm no good on the ground. Why did they pick today to overhaul my biplane? Oh well. Opening fire, sir. Plus you stand out like a sore thumb in that purple bomber jacket. This is an island attack. It's a blast of rocks coming from one of the giant creature's arms. What do they mean by prison island? I think I understand. Is Alcatraz part of the Castro District? Buddy, I don't think that's the Castro District. I think the entire city of San Francisco is attacking you. Look, coming up behind them, it's a fleet of trolleys. Why are there spikes on front of those streetcars? My god, they're demonstrating the trolley problem with live victims. Don't pull that switch! Hey, Falk, I heard they were building a bridge somewhere outside Parabellum City. Did they finish that project early? No, and it's on the opposite side of the city from us. Why? Then what's that? I think that's the Golden Gate Bridge. The bridge. It's changed into a giant robot in the shape of a salamander. No, those branching protuberances near its gills. An axolotl. That must be Mechabatrachian. Is that all you got? Come on. Is that who I think it is? It's the useless hero, Catch-2022. The man who can see the future, but only pop culture. I'm disappointed. There's so much more they could be doing here if they only knew. They could be riffing on Steve McQueen and Bullet, the streets of San Francisco, Too Close for Comfort, the entire Dirty Harry franchise. But it's all lost on you people, like tears in the rain. Hey, that's pretty good. I didn't come up with that. It's another thing I heard from the future. Hey, Crank, I don't wish any harm to come to you or your agents, but I think I'm going to head out. I don't want to get caught in a fight with the city of San Francisco. Why are they attacking us? I've been there plenty of times and I love Frisco. <laughs> what happened? All I said was... Don't say it! Frisco! <laughs> it's that word. They hate when people call it Frisco. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I mean San Francisco. Is that all? We'll use your full name in the future. We didn't realize it was so painful to you. <laughs> They're not stopping. What do we do? I have an idea. Let's take a road trip down to San Berdu. What are you talking about? Even if you know a place to hide there, this city will finish us before we get a mile away. But we got a reaction. The answer is San Berdu. Is there some kind of secret weapon hidden there? We don't actually have to go there. We just have to say San Berdu. I've always hated that nickname for the place. Everybody does. Now say it. San Berdu. San Berdu. <laughs> I don't understand. The only city nickname dumber than that one for San Francisco is San Berdu. <laughs> now get your soldiers out of here and drag the fallen off the field. The San Francisco monster is already starting to dissipate. Its people are wandering off. They're walking towards downtown looking for half-calf double mocha chocolata yayas. Good luck finding those in Parabellum City. I don't like the idea of running away from a fight, Falk. Don't think of it as running away. Think of it as winning by outsmarting them. Isn't that implied in the slogan from the end of your show? Knowing is half the battle. You must have confused us with other GIs. Our slogan is, guns are half the battle. The other half is good guys to fire them. I think I'll take the rest of the day off. Maybe a long weekend.
hey, wouldn't it be great if they left the Golden Gate Bridge here? We could just move it to that place where Parabellum City needs a bridge. Does one of your high-tech secret military vehicles have a two-mile-long trailer to haul it into place? <laughs> Never mind, it's changing from the giant salamander robot form into dozens of trolleys. That's my cue. If I can catch it in time... Where are you going? Free trolley ride to San Francisco. Nursery Crimes, episode 90 of This Gun in My Hand, was transformed and rolled out by Rob Northrup. This episode and all others are available on YouTube with automatically generated closed captions of dialogue. Visit thisgunandmyhand.blogspot.com for credits, show notes, archives, information on how to subscribe, and to buy my books such as Little Heist in the Big Woods and Other Revisionist Atrocities. Who else did I need to introduce yet? This Gun in My Hand! <laughs>